2020. See you in hell. Bang. All right. Last uh, unconventional author episode of the year. Um, hey, so I'm 36 years old. This is the first time in my life ever I've actually looked forward to January. Because, um, you know, let's be honest. January, it's the Monday of the year. I mean, December is the Friday and the Saturday because you got Christmas and you go on your holidays or I did to see your family. That's great. And then you got to come back to work in January, which is the Monday of the year. However, um, this is the first January I'm looking forward to. Now, here's why. I only work one day a week. I'm pursuing what I want, my novel. Um, and, oh, January's got so much stuff to look forward to. Uh, Yellowstone's coming to Amazon Prime. I've gotten into that series. The end of Vikings. Hell, it's about time. Is coming to, again, Amazon Prime. Accepts oh, new album, Too Mean to Die, is coming out. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to start with a construction story, because this is Construction Stories, episode one. So, um, in this construction story, uh, okay, so here's, just here's, here's me. I'm like that guy from Office Space. You know in Office Space, he works for a software company, and then at the end, he quits and works on a road crew construction Exact same story with me. I was a programmer for a video game company where I had just was earning stock options. I wasn't getting a salary. I was just earning stock options because they were in startup-like conditions, and that company's crashed and burned ever since. Um, but I left that and ended up working in construction because I just needed a job that paid the bills and didn't require too much out of me at the time. So, yeah, that, that's me. So, anyway, um, I'm going to start off this construction story. And this construction story is the best nickname ever. It's the best nickname I've ever gotten. And uh, you guys are going to find out pretty quick why it's the best nickname I've ever received. So, um, when I was, working, I was working at this one site uh, a couple of years ago. And I was doing my job. I was just doing some general labor, just general cleanup. And I passed by the elevator lobby. And I passed by the elevator guys. And this was a nickname they all called each other. They just, they, they gave it to me especially for a while. Um, so I passed by the elevator lobby. One guy just randomly says, hey, big dick, how's it going? And it's just this name they'd say, like, hey, big dick, hey, big dick. So um, that's the name that always call me whenever they uh, walked in or whenever they saw me. So if I ever picked them up on the hoist, uh, what, 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 what one guy would do is he would, uh, if, if he called uh, for the floor and I was running the hoist and I said copy, he'd be like, oh, my God, is that big dick in there? Heck, yeah. So I knew these guys until 
the end of the project. And then later on in the project, when we had the elevators installed, like the internal elevators that the just regular residents are going to use, I went to pick up one guy and he said to me, he said, hey, big dick, how's it going, big dick? And I said, yeah, it's going fine. And he said, you got a girlfriend, big dick? And I said, no, no, I don't have a girlfriend. And it was, this was on a Friday and I, I wasn't working on the weekend. And so he said to me, he said, so what you gonna what you gonna do tonight? You gonna gonna get a hooker? And I said, no, I'm not gonna get. No, I'm not gonna do that. He's like, oh, why not? You're making top dollar. And then half an hour later, another guy came in. I because I had to pick him up again, and the previous guy had said, hey, big dick doesn't get hookers. And then the other guy says, why don't you get hookers? You're making top dollar. And then so following from that. A um, about a month later, I picked all of them up because they were going home, right? And then one in the walks and it says, "Hey, big dick! Whoa, smells like a hooker's been through here." So um, I've told that story to a bunch of people. I told it to my cousin, and he uh, said that's the kind of camaraderie you need on a site because it makes the job a lot easier, a lot better. You look forward to going to work. Um. I also told my ex-girlfriend that and her response was, how did they know? So, um, that's, um, wow, this wasn't that long of a story. I'm going to have to tell another story for you guys. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to just, okay, that's that story. I'm just going to, before I go into the next story, I'm going to just give a bit of an aside. So I think construction has given me some perspective on the world. I think I have a good perspective on the world in general because I've gone to university. I have the degree in computer science, but that didn't work out because I was doing it for the wrong reason. So I have that um, I want to say white collar. I don't want to be disrespectful, but that um, you know, the intellectual oh god, this isn't getting any better. I have that side of the world. But then working in construction, I also have another side of the world. I have the side of the working man and um, the perspective of people that do things with their hands and have a grounds, hands-on experience with making things. Because that's a perspective I think a lot of university people don't get. And they're usually the ones that make policy. And so they affect the people that make the stuff but don't understand what goes into it. And so it causes all this friction and tension and strife and a lot of problems that I think if you had a hands-on experience but then later on made policy, you could do a lot better job with that, if that makes sense. So um, I also – I'll say that next part later. I'm going to move on now. Okay, here, here's a little uh, aside. So on construction sites, you have a lot of porta potties because they don't have any bathrooms. And so because there's a fair amount of women working in construction now, they have girls' bathrooms and they're just for the women. And so I would, I would make the joke of if somebody said, how are the women's bathrooms? I would make the joke of saying, oh, they're great. They've got a day and they've got this nice relaxing piano music and they got lifetime playing in the corner and they got fragrant natural essential oils and it's just a great nice relaxing experience 
And a lot of the women on the site would just laugh at that and say, yeah, that's exactly what we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so pristine. There's not graffiti and everything in the air. Not in the air, but there's not any graffiti on the walls at all. So um, th that just won't ruin their experience. Hey, so anyway, I'm going to move on to the next story. So um, I knew these two guys named Tibor and Young. So Tibor was this, uh, I think he was like Polish or Slavic. He was Slavic, but I don't know exactly what country he was from. And uh, he used to work around this really soft-spoken Korean guy named Young. And so one day I just saw them working and you know tibor was very active and vibrant it was like yeah yeah young okay pass me that young go 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 yeah yeah okay then we gotta now we gotta put it here and young was just kind of like okay yeah it's, it's fine i'm just not really saying much and so it gave me the idea for this cartoon called tibor and young and so tibor would be this like really brash boisterous loud barbarian -y. and young would be a sort of timid quiet squire and so you can imagine a scene where like they go into a town they encounter some bad guys and tibor gets offended by something they say and he says how dare you guys do that how dare you talk to me that way that's it young give me my sword i'm gonna kill these guys okay right now and then young would be like but i, I don't i don't have your, your sword damn it young why didn't you not pack my sword I need my sword. You said not to pack it. Damn it, young. You do not listen to whatever I say. You pack my sword no matter what. Okay? And then Tibor finds something, leaps him into battle, starts fighting, taking guys out, while young, the more timid one, just kind of gets his sword out, holds it in front of him, just starts flicking it up and down wildly while covering his eyes because he, he's just like he's very timid and scared and uh hey you know what maybe you guys just had to be there to see this but it was uh a cartoon idea i could put and make called the adventures of tibor and young so uh how much more time do i have with this thing okay guess what guess what it, it will be a short brief uh I'm just looking at some of the other stuff I've written down here. Now, uh, ah, whatever. I can say some of this other stuff for later. So, um, yeah, the little short, dirty construction stories, stories from the world of construction podcast for you guys. Anyway, I'm Nathan Ogloff. This has been the unconventional author, and I'll be back next Wednesday with when I have an, person I'm interviewing. Her name's TJ Lockwood. I met her at a uh, convention, author convention in 2019, and she's going to be on the show. So uh, here's to hoping your 2021's a lot better than 2020. Uh, I hope I have good things coming in 2021, and I'll see you guys around. All right, take it easy.